Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. We're going to talk with the director of the film, The Heart of Nuba. Ken Carlson is the director and uh, the producer of this film called The Heart of Nuba, uh, a beautiful film uh, that it, it is about this Dr. Tom Katina. Am I saying that correctly, Ken? Kat- yes. Yeah, Katina. Yes, Mike, uh, it's a pleasure to be on your uh, uh, show, and it is Tom Katina Yes, from upstate New York. Upstate New York, and it is his story. It's a story about his work in this clinic in, in uh, South Sudan. Uh, in under perilous conditions, the film has been universally celebrated. Hundred percent of Rotten Tomatoes, number of awards, uh, and and a film that's changing not just people's hearts, but changing some in some ways the political dynamics in play in that part of the world. I can't wait to talk to you about this, uh, Ken. Thank you for so much for being here on Film School. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about how you got involved with this uh, particular project. Um. The uh, the heart of Nuba is uh, is uh, a story that uh, is about, as you said, uh, uh, a soul doctor in the uh, Nuba Mountains of Sudan, and it happens to be a friend of mine. So the story is very the story is very personal. Uh, we uh, Tom and I go back to uh, college days together. We both uh, were classmates at Brown University. Uh, we were teammates, and not only were we teammates, we were on the same defensive line together for the Brown University Bears, Go Bruno. Uh, we, uh, um, uh, he was an all-American nose guard, uh, and I played outside linebacker. He was ferocious on the field, uh, and keep in mind, all-American. Uh, Brown University and all-American don't normally, those two terms don't reside in the same sentence. No, they don't. Uh, Ivy League, it's very difficult to become yeah. an all-American, so yeah. he was that good. Uh, so he has taken his uh, the the skills that he learned uh, and the passion and the determination uh, and the intensity uh, and put it into his life work uh, life's work, which is uh, to be the uh, sole doctor in uh, the in a war zone uh, in the Nuba Mountains. So you know it's about uh, uh, a man that uh, uh, has given his life up for a life of service. Uh, for these people and, and the people that have been um, under constant, uh, relentless uh, fire by their own government, uh, run by Omar Hassan al-Bashir, the genocidal maniac uh, uh, dictator that is wanted for uh, for 10 war, war crimes uh, by the International Criminal Court. So you have clear antagonists and a clear protagonist. Uh, so it's very personal to me, and uh, it's about, uh, you know, for me, it's it's about a bond that was created years ago, and we fell away from each other, and we've come back, and, and we have each other's backs now in life. Yeah, it, and the warmth really just uh, permeates this film. The warmth, of, the warmth of, Thank you. of Tom, the warmth of the filmmaking, the intimacy, these people of the Sudan, the South Sudan. Uh, it, it's it's a beautiful film to look at. I I don't know thank you. you you did you do the cinematography or or did you were would you have i did a good bit i did yeah. a good bit mike uh, just to let you know i i had uh, uh three different 
uh, cameraman and three different directors of photography sign on uh, before we went to film this in 2014, the first trip that we made to the to uh, the Nuba Mountains. And each one did a little more research uh, and dropped out. So I eventually had to get uh, a crew from uh, Nairobi. Uh, but once they did a little research, I only could get one person to go with me, a cameraman. Uh, and so I did a lot of the sound. I did a lot of the camera work. The two of us went into this uh, to this dangerous part of the world where there's a moratorium on all uh, filmmakers, all journalists. There's no, uh, uh, there's no one is allowed in this part of the world. So that's one of the unique things that we have footage from this area. But so I ended up uh, shooting uh, a, a large percentage of it because you know we we uh, had two cameras and we were running and gunning and and trying to cover as much as we could. The second trip I went in 2015, my uh, I, I reached out to uh, the same uh, cameraman that had the first trip and asked him if he would come along, and he said, hell no, over my dead body. He's not, I'm not going back into that, that war zone. So I took another guy, and he got sick for the first three days, so I ended up shooting those three days uh, oh. by myself. So there's a decent percentage of it. So when you say it looks good, I take that as a huge compliment. Thank yeah, you. It, yes. It, and let's talk a little bit about the, the politics surrounding uh, the South the Sudan, South Sudan. It split in in a, a few. I don't remember what year it was. It split. It was June of uh, uh, June of 2011. That's right. Uh, yeah. The youngest nation in the world is South Sudan, right? Which is a failed state right now. It's even, I think, in uh, greater uh, throes of chaos than uh, than its northern. Uh, partner yeah. uh, uh, Sudan. So yes, that that happened in two. It's a it's a, there's a long history in this part of the world. Uh, right. It's 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 rather complex. But the bottom line is is we have a people uh, in the southern part of Sudan in the Nuba Mountains and the Blue Nile State that thought they were going to uh, to gain their freedom back in 2011 when the Comprehensive Peace uh, Agreement uh, voted on their uh uh their future and south sudan ceded uh seceded from uh sudan and they thought they were going to be part of south sudan and of course uh they were not so they are rebelling against the government uh that promised them uh independence and that's through the spla north uh and so the sudanese army you know uh omar hassan al-bashir takes great offense uh, to their desire to not be in Sudan, and therefore the uh, the cleavage that was created and the and the conflict, the the uh, people of of New Mountains and Blue Nile State do not want to be part of Sudan. They were promised uh, their autonomy, their independence, and they did not receive it. So they are rebelling against the government, uh, and the government is is bombing them relentlessly, indiscriminately, right. uh, and therein lies the conflict. That, that it's true. It, 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 from my knowledge outside of the, the film, it, 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 there's basically uh, exactly al-Bashir is, it, it has been indicted uh, by, I believe, the World Court for uh, Crimes Against Humanity uh, mm -hmm. and uh, and and w without getting into all the geopolitical ramifications of all of this. Needless to say, as you're talking about these people, uh, these planes flying over on a regular basis, just that, that in and of itself is terrorizing. But in addition to that, they're dropping all kinds of munitions on them, including, I believe, barrel bombs, which are some of the most egregious, horrible weapons. They're designed simply to kill civilians. They're simply 
there to kill right. as many people in the most horrific kinds of ways. And let's sort of tie that back into the film. Uh, Dr. Tom Katana is always he's always dealing with situations that involve uh, mutilation. These bombs, they do so much damage to human flesh. Uh, it is uh, remarkable to see what work he does with so little in terms of the resources available. Uh, talk to, to us a little bit about just sort of the conditions that he's facing when, when, when people are brought in due to all kinds of injuries, but specifically war injuries. Yeah, this is a, a very difficult, very remote part of the world to live life, period. Uh, you're talking about drought yeah. and famine, and, and um, it's extremely arid there, so uh, it's, it's the best... Uh, land that they have in Sudan. It's the most fertile, but still, uh, you know, you want to put it into perspective and go to Kansas here in the United States, you can see a, a, a stark uh, difference. So he is, uh, these people are, are uh, dealing with uh, uh, a tough life as is. You throw uh, ground offensive in, shelling, and then bombing. And, and keep in mind, these bombs that you talked about, the uh, uh, barrel bombs that are pushed out of the uh, back of uh, cargo planes, which the, the Russian built uh, Antonovs, they are deadly. Um, and that's, you know, as you said, they get in, people get in foxholes because uh, what happens is that they come down very slowly with parachutes, and then when they land, the idea is to for the shrapnel that's that's been poured into these these large uh, barrels to detonate and then spread out and to cause as widespread of damage as possible to rip skin and and uh, to take life. So that's tough. But then they have Sukhois. Uh, these are superset, uh, supersonic jets that come in and strafe. Uh, and that's, uh, that's, that's, that is a lot more accurate and a lot more pinpointed. Uh, uh, so, so you've got all of that coming your way. So, so you just can imagine life is hard in the desert as is. If they don't get rain, they don't have a harvest, they they're, find it very difficult to survive. Throw bombs in on top of that and, right. and, uh, right. and shelling from, uh, uh, from the Sudanese uh, army, that is that ends in 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 a in a situation where Tom Katina has to step up uh, because there's so many atrocities, there's so many casualties. He has to be. He, we say he's the last line of defense. He's the one who takes all this in, takes all this on. Uh, and as I said, he's the only doctor within 200 miles. Uh, so for about a million people, so you're talking about. Uh, someone on the front lines, and without him, there's no care. Without him, there really truly is no medical hope. Let, let's talk a, a little bit about what's happening here. It's opening in Los Angeles here uh, today yeah. at the Lemley Music Hall. By the way, if you want to find right. out more about the film, we're going to talk a lot about the film, but there's more to be known about it. You can go to the Heart of Nuba. That's n u b a dot com. The Heart of Nuba. Find out all about the film, the filmmakers, all kinds of stuff, and how you can participate, act now in terms of making your voice heard in terms of what's happening to these people in the Sudan, uh, as, as, as well as a lot of other things, just great information. Uh, now, so let's talk about uh, the opening here in Los Angeles at the Lemley Music Hall. Um, yeah, we're very excited to have, uh, to, to be premiering here. We premiered uh, two weeks ago in, uh, in New York City at the uh, Village East Cinema and had rave reviews by the New York Times and a great run there. Uh, now we're here in Los Angeles, uh, at, as you said, uh, Lemley Music Hall, right in Beverly Hills, and we hope to expand past that here in Los Angeles. Uh, but we just received uh, um, uh, great notice in the Los Angeles Times, and as you said, 100% of Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, so we are rolling there, um, 
but ultimately, if you want to know anything about uh, Dr. Tom uh, Katina and this film and the Nuba people, go on to theheartofnuba.com. We have uh, a pretty uh, comprehensive uh, website uh, to take you through uh, uh, what is happening with the film and a way that you can support uh, the hospital uh, and Dr. Tom, and that is uh, through a donation button, uh, 100% of the proceeds. Uh, 100% of the donations go straight to the hospital. Uh, we have set up a, a 501c3 um, foundation, so we take care of the administrative fee, administrative fees. So your money literally goes to saving lives. I'm very, very proud of that because we've raised over $330,000 so far, and the film's just getting out. So we hope to continue to support that great cause. You can also find out how to write your elected official, uh, congressman. Uh, we have templates on there to, to, so you can uh, send it, to, it, it into your elected official and say, hey, I'm aware of this. I want this to change. I'm supporting uh, this cause. Uh, we have a peer-to-peer campaign you can join to raise funds uh, and then uh, uh, have them channeled into our 501c3 Take Heart Foundation. So a lot of ways that you can help, uh, uh, but ultimately it comes down to somebody doing an incredible job in the Nuba Mountains, uh, with the the most harmonious living people I've ever come across in my my life, the most resilient, the bravest, and that would be the Nuba people. So a lot of this film is about them. And also, uh, let's talk a little bit about you had mentioned to me off air that the impact that the film is having on the situation in South Sudan. Tell us a little bit about that. It's actually in the southern part of Sudan. It's in Sudan. The Nuba I'm, Mountains is in Sudan. I'm sorry. I want to make sure everybody understands yeah, it because yeah. it's, trust me, <laughs> when, before I got involved in the pro- project, I couldn't tell you where the Nuba Mountains were located. Okay. So it's all good. Yeah, uh, yeah we were blessed to get uh, the film into the hands of uh, our villain, uh, the antagonist of that film, Omar Hassan al-Bashir, the president of Sudan. When we did that, uh, we we... We're thrilled when he responded uh, with shock and shame and said that he was going to declare a ceasefire in the Nuba Mountains. Uh, and that was the primary reason for that would be uh, um, the heart of Nuba. So we were thrilled uh, that that, in fact, uh, took place. And I'm proud to say that, uh, because I know what's going on in the Nuba Mountains very well through Dr. Tom, dear friend of mine, uh, there has not been... Uh, a single uh, bomb dropped uh, for 14 months now. And people are living outside of foxholes. Uh, so I like to let everybody know, uh, especially filmmakers that are listening, that you can make a difference. It yeah. uh, doesn't mean you have to be, uh, you have to be a doctor. It uh, doesn't mean that you have to, to go to a war zone and perform tricky surgery. What it means is that you can find your own Calcutta, as Mother Teresa says, in your own work, in, in, in your own homes and families and workplace, you can find your own Calcutta. You can make a difference right there in your own community if you have the eyes to see. That's what Tom's doing. So we were blessed to get this into the right hands, i.e., the the uh, uh, the president of Sudan who could do something directly, and he has uh, called for a ceasefire. And I'm no I'm no fool. There have been people and organizations ahead of us like Amnesty International, Human Rights Watch. Act for Sudan, Enough Project, and individuals like Tom Katina and Ryan Boyette from Nuba Reports, people that have been organizations that have been fighting this for years and exposing this conflict, we are standing on the shoulders of, of these 
individuals and uh, these organizations. Uh, so we have really, I think, uh, achieved a tipping point. But I know this much. People are not living in foxholes now in that part of the world, which thrills me. Um, to no end. Yeah, it's great to hear the passion in your voice, and in, and you can see it in the film. This is Thank also you. this is also a film in which it comes from a, a sort of a faith based urgency, a, a faith based movement to change people's hearts and minds. We're going back to the great traditions of Martin Luther King and so many yeah. others, the Berrigans, and so many other people who, in that tradition, have gone into very dangerous situations and done remarkable work and he, certainly this in, informs dr tom and his, and his life and it's it, it's it's a heartwarming film it's it's intimate Thank it's you. beautiful and it also is in fact beginning to change the hearts and minds of people that can impact it not only in sudan but outside of sudan i can't imagine that this film will not be screened at some point in the united nations or 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 organizations like that in order to put continuing pressure to stop this uh, the slaughter that's going on in the Sudan. Thank you. Yes, we are working on that UN screening right now. We had it set up and then it fell through. A lot of uh, you know uh, a lot of politics, yeah. uh, but uh, we're very hopeful with that. But we're going to go wide uh, across the United States yeah. here uh, next week. Uh, so look for it uh, and and once again uh, look inwards. Uh, look to your heart to see what you can do in this world to make it a better place. Well, thank you so much uh, for the film. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, thank you, uh, Ken Carlson, the director, uh, cinematographer, producer of the film, The Heart of Nuba. Go to theheartofnuba.com to find out more. You can go to the Lemley Music Hall Theater and see him tonight. Am I correct? Am I saying that correct? Correct, yes. And tomorrow Mm -hmm. night as well? Yeah, it's running for a week. Uh, So so I'll be there tomorrow night as well, yes. That's right. Well, Ken, thank you so much for for thank being you, Mike. For, for being here on the show. Again, the film is The Heart of Nuba, Ken Carlson. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.